And three, two, one. Hey, everybody, this is Elijah Bailey. And this is Richard Taplin. And we have a special show in store for you. But guess what? This is the Elijah Bailey Show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. So sit back, relax, and prepare for our 20th episode. Physical strength is no substitute for perception. For perception is the key which unlocks, which unlocks the, intangible the intangible power, power of the, of the spirit. spirit. You perceive nothing. And welcome back to the Elijah Bailey Show, the podcast of Pack the Punch. And this week we're not punching with jabs and crosses. It's anime news, manga news, video games, martial arts, MMA, and our special guest. Our special guest. Who is our special guest? I mean, they don't need to ask by now. We said it last show. It's Mr. Jeremy Evans from the Gamer Stand. Now, he's not the main podcast uh, host, but he is the host of a similar podcast called... The Gamer Stand Podcast. There we go. See how we did that? Just throwing them in a loop. And you know what's full so circle. cool? Like, I always say, like, uh, the Gamer Stand Podcast is unlike any other gaming podcast that you ever heard. Yeah, it is. Because but then he says something completely different. It's because it, And then I try to learn what he says, but then no, I take in the uh, understanding that. that he does not even Comprehend. say my company's name. Oh, right. yeah, that's right. Yeah, he fucks it up every time. <laughs> so I'm like, I you mean, know what? I'm just, I'm not going to say what he says. I'm just going to say, I'm going to stick to my guns and say a gaming podcast like no, like not any other. So, so uh, he's being mad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he is, he's eating right now. What, what are you eating there, uh, Mr. Evans? I'm just enjoying this payday bar while payday. y'all just uh, oh, talk payday about payday bar. I, I know I can say this one, right? A payday bar. Pay, payday bar. <laughs> Um, it's quite but, delicious. I got a Butterfinger too down here too. <laughs> and we those had, ones get stuck in the back of my teeth. I know that's why I only eat them like once in a while. Yeah, anything with caramel or really peanut buttery, it gets yeah, way yeah. too much. Was it Mr. Have Goodbar? Y'all the, have y'all had the Buttercups? Reese's Buttercups? Uh, like no, Butterfingers, the but they're oh Reese's yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, those are good. Mm-hmm. I had one. Mr. Goodbar, dude, seventy-eight cents, seventy-nine cents in the store. I, I, eat, for I eat any candy that Bar Simpson himself advertised. Hmm. Remember, he did the Butterfinger commercials. Mm. Yeah. Don't lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Yeah, I, I remember those. Mm-hmm. They don't come don't, on no more, do they? No, I don't know if it's like in con- the contract's over or whatever. The only commercial that comes on now is what Snickers and M and M's. We still got M and M's. What about Milky Way? I haven't seen TV yeah, in a while. No, Milky, no Way's? Milky Way. No, I, I haven't seen any Milky Way. I know Hershey's is still around. Kit right? Kat. Yeah, Kit Kat. Yeah, yeah. No, no Twix. Twix. Twix is, yeah, Twix got a the hardcore two different advertising yeah. right now. Does yeah. Kit Kat bar still do the whole like? Trying to make a beat out of the stuff they I, bite I into. So. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? They do. They do. Yeah. And the first one to lay the beat down was the black guy on this last commercial. And that was actually Jeremy Evans. So how did it feel to be in that commercial, sir? Good. 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 Yeah. How much money did you make from that? Enough to start podcasting? There's a difference between money and, you know, a life, you know, a year of supply of the actual product that you did. Uh, yeah. so I would have took the money. You, you know, when I was younger, <laughs> when I was younger, I would have taken that any day. Watching all the Nickelodeon shows, a year mm. supply of rollerblades. I'm like, dude, you know how <laughs> long I can rollerblade? I know. Let me ask you this, though. What about that guy who, um, I know you've seen it on the commercials and or on Instagram and social media, the uh, damn Daniel. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm so Y'all don't know what I'm talking about? Keep going. That's all it is. It's a it's like a vine of this white guy walking around in white vans. Oh, no, like, no, 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 no. Damn, yeah. Daniel, back at it again with the white vans. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's uh-huh. just walking around with these white vans. It's completely, yeah. it really doesn't make too much sense. But it's, it's fine, like, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it went yeah. viral like crazy. He was on the Ellen show. And yeah. uh, the guy behind the camera, they gave him a customized surfboard. I guess he's a surfer. And oh, then the actual shit. guy in the video, Daniel, 
they gave him a year, a lifetime supply of Vans. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. Good for them. They made a black vine like that, like, damn, Keisha. And they was like zooming in on her titties and stuff while she's walking. She's like, leave me alone. Like, damn. And then she hit him. He's like, damn, I'm just saying, damn. Oh, yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. Bring it full circle. We have both. This this should be the One Mic, One Voice podcast. It's very political now, white and black. Yeah, look at that. Vines. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, we digress. So, one thing about all of us, I mean, we're all older. We all come from a generation long since gone. Yeah. Kids don't know about shit. Nope. Um, Dying age. Yeah, it is. Um, but before we go any further, I want Mr. Jeremy Evans just to tell us about himself. What do you do? Where do you come from besides the gamer stand? And uh, who are you? Because this is, well, I'm sorry, Jeremy, this is your first time on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So we had to wait for uh, a yeah, very special Yeah, my co host made on here before Man, me, right? He made it over here way too many times. I think yeah. it's just because he became the. Uh, the, the uh, back of the go between? The mule? He was just someone gopher? that was uh, easy access. <laughs> He's going to be gritting his teeth listening to the whole deal. <laughs> Stone is easy access. <laughs> Easier than Mario level 1 1? Yes. Oh, dude. But um, I was born in um, Stillwater. I was Ooh, born nice. in 1984. In a small town called Stillwater, you know, before it became popular as you see now. Mm-hmm. Um, only have white, I only have one brother, Jason. We're five years apart. Um, oh, is it older, younger, older? Okay, yeah. Okay. And so uh, we lived. We we didn't live in like a huge house. We lived in a little small house, and it was so funny because like the stuff I wanted to do with a ki- as a kid. I didn't have access to because, like, I didn't think I wanted to do that. For instance, I wanted to play basketball. Well, mm-hmm. we had this basketball goal, but, like, no no, no ring, you know, the goal yeah. or the ball. Now. Oh, yeah. And it's still there to this day. You go back to the house now. I go by. Like, <laughs> we try to go there, like, once a year just to see how the house is holding up. Uh-huh. Especially because we used to, um, before we moved in um, 95 in Edmond, okay. we planted a tree there Oh, okay. before nice. that. So every year we like to go by. Or maybe it's more every two, three years we go by and we got to, we get to see how, how big this tree grows. But someone live in there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We because uh, we rented that house. Okay. okay. And so, and growing up there, you know, you know, it brought a lot of memories. Um, a lot of stuff gone in that house. Uh, my dad used to teach martial arts because mm. my dad had also has a PhD in English. Going for co- going to school for like college for eleven years. Wow. Never do that. Mm. No. It's too long. But you know, at that time, you know, the struggle is real. Yeah. You know, for oh, yeah. you know, for black people, like, yeah. like if we want to, you know, live right, we're gonna have to, like, you know, go all the way. Yeah, yeah push grind. hard. Yeah. And so my dad's retired right now, but uh, my dad used to teach martial arts, and we used to have this garage, and we changed into uh, he changed into a dojo, and he would teach martial arts in there. Oh, what, cool. What style did he teach? Taekwondo. Okay. You're gonna have to correct me on a lot of stuff since no, you're, you're like right. the expert. Um, is Kung Fu his own thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah Kung Fu, style, Northern, basic. Southern. He he basic, basic the basics. Okay, yeah, he didn't go to like the real deep deep stuff. Uh, just like a couple of moves, just to incorporate and to make. Yeah, more yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, but I think I don't know what the level is. I don't know where Taekwondo stands between Kung Fu. I don't know if it's a higher level than that. No, they're just all different. different. Like Taekwondo is a Korean art. Kung Fu is Chinese, and they have different, more soft style for Kung Fu, and then Taekwondo is hard style until okay. you make it to a certain point. Okay, so. I think I th- if if I if I'm correct, I them? think no, not so much a blending. Maybe he did. I guess it's more to the point where um, because he did this in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. So I want to say those were your two top popular ones at yeah. that time before you know martial Karate arts got more and developed and we else, got new yeah. more arts coming in. So I want to say that because my dad. Was a big Bruce Lee person. Mm-hmm. I think I think that was one of the things that pushed him to like teach martial arts and everything okay, like that. Nice. And 
we changed that. We call that the we. Everybody has their own little you know code name for stuff in their house. So mm-hmm. like you know, go to this room, go to that room. But yeah. we always call it the dojo. No the matter dojo. what it is, we the go dojo. hang out with dojo. Mm-hmm. The dojo, right? Yeah. And my brother, my brother always wanted like his own room, so he, they would change the dojo later. Because my dad would stop teaching martial arts and change that to his bedroom. But no matter what, we say. We're going to the dojo. Like, I had my friends over. I was like, hey, let's go see my brother. He's in the dojo. We'll go to the dojo. Dojo is a cool word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You, you can't well, knock it. You know shit goes dojo. down in the dojo. Exactly. Right, yeah. right. And that's what it basically was. And uh, we had a huge backyard. Our backyard was like, it, it looked like a forest back there. It was just awesome. Was it fenced then or was it just a bunch of It land? was a fence, but like. It was like you see the yard, but then you'll just see these tall trees. And they're not they're not super tall trees, but it just – when you have a bunch of scattered stuff together, it just looks like a forest. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so – Aesthetically pleasing and, and calm and tranquil. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And so – and we would have, like, so many adventures. Like, I guess when I was young, probably people at my age – we, you know, imagination was like a gift oh, that you can have, have, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is all we have, right? I think it's hard yeah. now for people to really think of imagination. And I think to this, to that, to this generation, that's why a lot of people have a lot of creative minds because I think when we were little, you know, we had to create stuff yeah. in our minds and, and use our imagination for stuff. You know, being outside, pretend that you're a knight and you going out and doing stuff. Yeah. My brother, my brother and I would play this game called um, Hide the Weapons, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. a, a big inspiration for um, Link to the Past, Zelda. Mm. where you know zelda you know to beat certain things you got to go find a key item to get that so my brother would high key items and we use our imagination like you know our baseball glove was the glove that you use to lift big stones and stuff okay okay you know uh we had to use our imagination you know like kind of like the uh on your window you know those little edges that you use before you put the actual window on there yeah. you know talk about like the edges right there yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we yeah. get the long piece and we call that the master store we stick it on the ground and like you can't get to it unless you get the three things you need for it okay oh interesting you know yeah, yeah. you know and we we would go to other people's like back yards to go do these adventures go. you oh, know okay. my, my yeah. brother would put stuff that so we had to like pretend that we have to go through like guards like dogs and stuff to get through there and we had my friends come over we had to use our imagination and then my brother would do the dungeon and dragon kind of That's style he would see would tell yeah, us like hey like something that. happened yeah. i was like oh you got stabbed you got to get down and then you know we're crawling to our lives you know it's just really mm-hmm. cool to have that like giant imagination and then when you get older you know your imagination kind of drips away a little bit more as you get yeah. older because you're more access stuff like when i got a bike that changed a lot of stuff mm-hmm. when i got my bike i would just go on journeys yeah, small yeah. towns is easy to journey. Big cities mm-hmm. is hard to do it, right? Yeah, it's more like neighborhoods. You just journey through the neighborhood. At that yeah. point, right. Yeah. In a small town, you could probably get through everything in about maybe like two or three hours, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Not oh, now. Yeah. Now, now, since no. that town's bigger, now it's you, a lot. You can't longer. go out because somebody will rape your ass before you yeah. get back, dude. This is right. Are you saying different. like to the city, or are you talking about in general? In general. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess when it was the more common times where yeah. rape was not a big thing yet, <laughs> yeah. or it was, but on the big city, small yeah. towns, you know, riding your bike at night was not that big of a deal, you know. Actually, you have people that kind of just like, hey, be careful. Say that to you. You know, yeah. Yep, yeah, exactly. they give you some advice on the street. As long as you're home by the time the, um, the street, street lights, lights come, come on, on you're good. You're set, yeah. you ain't but an ass for open. people that listen to the Gamers Den podcast, I am a gamer. Um, I grew up playing games there. Uh, gaming also helped me give that imagination, as I mentioned before. Uh, Mario, Zelda. Um, we had this weird game called Kid Cool. It was a real, weird, interesting game. I love that game. Um, and out of all that, uh, we moved up here in Edmond in 95. Okay. Mm-hmm. Went to Memorial. Okay. And, you know, if you listen to um, the, the Black, Black Box. Uh-huh. Episode, and you hear it was like, what, 12? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. You have to you hear get, about this Memorial bullshit. You'll get again. to hear how Richard and I uh, went to school together <laughs> at, uh-huh. at the Memorial. Sandwiches. The sandwiches. The, 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 the crack the sandwiches. Yeah, so when you went to 95, 95, you weren't in high school yet, were you? No, mm-hmm. but for people that will listen, they'll know the high school times because I went to Orvis Reisner. 
Okay, so that's for my fifth school. grade. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's where I met one of the special guests from our show, Ryan Mitchell, there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Cimarron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. at the memorial. Okay. okay. Ryan was at B Dubs. Where is he? Yeah, he was there. He, I think I saw he, him he, on my way out. Yeah, okay. he was with um, his his girl, and they were out in the patio. So as oh, soon okay. as I finished hanging out with Elijah oh, yeah. and the rest of the cast of the Gamer Stand, uh, I went out to hang out with them. We were just talking about, um, just catching up about my trip to Austin, and we okay. were talking about, um, we're going to go see the Jungle Book movie that looks really good right now. We want to go see that, the new one. Okay. And so. Okay. Yeah, I was but, walking out, and I didn't know if I saw him or not. I'll probably yeah, take this he's part out. But, he's cutting up, dude. Yeah, yeah but... But still, um, it's it's interesting from small town to big city, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I like the big city a lot more. There's just more opportunities for stuff. Because yeah, in '95, Edmond was still considered kind of small, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah but you know, I guess so- we still had three high three high schools at the time. Didn't we? No, we didn't. We had two. We had North and Memorial. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tampa yeah, but the last. thing about Edmond was a little different because it had a big brother, and that was Oklahoma City, right? Oh yeah, right. Next so door. so so we can just we had some mm-hmm. more options. Mm-hmm. Small town anywhere we go around was about maybe like thirty minutes to an hour away, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I love Stillwater. I still have friends there. Uh, I try to visit mm-hmm. them, the, you know, as much as I can. You always want to leave something there for a reason to go back there, yeah, right? Yeah, because if not, yeah. you'll never return. you'll never return. I just yeah. go back because. Uh, like that's where all my family was in Antarctica, so it's good that you go back and you you haven't made it too big yet that you can't visit your friends back in Stillwater because you do you dance choreography, mm-hmm. filmography, the Gamer Stand podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, lay it just shit talking. I mean, you just got like a whole list of stuff that you do here, and you still mm-hmm. make it back. Right. It's just it's if you think about it, your where you come from is a bit of a vacation from what you're doing. Right. Yeah. You go there, you go hang out with people you haven't hung out. With hung out in a while you don't have to think so much you just relax if we had a summer home out there i would go there every summer mm-hmm. just chill out in still water i guess i don't know that feeling you know you don't like eh, no. i mean because i'm granted i was born in oklahoma city yeah uh, i moved to edmond when i was in, in 91 mm-hmm. so edmond would be more of my hometown mm-hmm. because when i was in one to four i really wasn't paying attention to nothing mm-hmm. yeah. and you know and like you said edmond's so close to oklahoma city any damn way mm-hmm just right next door. Yeah. Let me ask you a question real quick before uh-huh. we move on. Mm-hmm. If you could pick one place in the world to have your summer home in, what would it be? Tokyo. Okay. Ah, oh, you motherfucker. All right. Uh, I have to probably say Ireland. After visiting Ireland, I think I want a summer home in Ireland. Really? Mm-hmm. I know it looks very beautiful over there. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Very green. Green's my favorite color. Hmm. That'd be close. Okinawa. Okay. Okinawa. Yeah. And with that, let's go to a commercial break. Hey folks, this is Elijah Bailey from the Elijah Bailey Show. Send your questions in on Twitter at eBaileyFitness, or you can email me, ElijahBailey23 at Yahoo.com, or on the Elijah Bailey Show page. 10 to 15 minutes before every show, I'm going to stream live from my personal Facebook account. That'll be Elijah Bailey. Follow, tune in, send your questions, and interact with me and Richard right before the show. And welcome back to the Elijah Bailey Show, the podcast that kicks you right in the mouth. Ouch. M-O-U-F. Ouch. With anime, manga, martial arts, and Jeremy Evans. We're back with our guest. How are you doing there, sir? I'm doing very well. You have been snacking on that payday for quite I'm, a while. When I talk a lot, I don't eat a lot. Oh, okay, got you. Well, <laughs> 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 we've got a tray of food for you. No, but uh, let's uh, open up the duffel bag. Zip. And we have a brand new segment because all three of us went to BitCon this year, so it's Bit by the BitCon. Mm. Uh, so does anybody know what BitCon is? No. Could you tell us a little oh, bit about it? Motherfucker. Oh, look what you just look did. At, see, that's, that's a host thing right there, guys. <laughs> um, but BitCon really first started out as just um, something new. They wanted to introduce gaming and entertainment in a new way to Oklahoma in this region. That's funny you said that. Why? Doesn't everything start out something new? 
Yeah, it does, but I mean... <laughs> for Oklahoma. Yeah, exactly. But this is what I actually read about BitCon. Uh-huh. Oh. Right, I figured Jeremy was going to ask me, <laughs> so I didn't make that shit up. It says, Super BitCon was born out of a need for bigger, better gaming events in the state of Oklahoma. Boom! So this was solely exclusive for Oklahoma? For Oklahoma, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this was the same... I thought it was something that tours. I don't know mm-hmm. why I thought that. Mm-hmm. No, it's just kind of like Akon. It's yeah. kind of like Anime Fest that's strictly for that state and that town. Yeah, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, they just begin to grassroots and then start to catch on. So I th- how long have they been doing it? Uh, I think this is the fourth year. Was that correct? I, th- I think, I think they said three year. or four. I was looking into that myself. Yeah, I think it's okay. the fourth year for this. And they they were just, if you think about, and I've done this with martial arts tournaments, Oklahoma is smack dab in the, mo- the middle of the state. Everybody is traveling to other states trying to get there for cons and events, so why don't we have our own so people can stop and put Oklahoma on the map? The same thing that the BGN was doing with its tournament, which Correct. is moved back to... End of June. End of June now. Yes. So, sorry guys, it's no longer April 9th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no longer uh, this weekend. Yeah, it's it, going to be held the end of June. And that's partially, it's not anything that the users, the, the, the customers because have done. No, no, no. We, we just want to make it all, better. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was my fault. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll take responsibility of it. Like it was, yeah, it was my fault. I should have been one doing it. more time. I, I said it enough. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's certain things I should have done differently, mm-hmm. but uh, to plan and, and prep differently and advertise it better. But I know now, and I'm yeah. going to utilize that and make it better make it, in the make future. It a better future. And yeah. plus, I'm glad too, because that nothing wrong with the Edmond Community Center. I love it, mm-hmm. but I think for this type of event, trying to ball out, I think it could have been a little bit in a, in a different facility. So, yeah. and um, we had a lot of people. Right when I put that post up, we're like. You're sending me messages on Facebook like, well, when's it going to be? When's it going to be? Because we were going to come. Now, if, you, if you're going to push it back, I can probably make it. So yeah, I think it's going to be even bigger yeah. with a lot of people. Because so. during the summertime, too, the school is out. School's out. Party time. So, do you think Do you think it would have been better if this was in the summer than April? Or you think April is a good month for them? I think April is a good month. Okay. Yeah. I, think, I don't think there's nothing wrong with April or even March. <laughs> um, I honestly think every month is a good month to have okay. some type of tournament. Yeah. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think, like I said, because I poor prepped it, uh, the results were stale and everything like that. So to the people who did already sign up, most of you guys, if they are listening to the Elijah Bailey Show, have already received an email from me. And I'm giving them an opportunity to to either reserve their spots or mm-hmm. a full refund. Yeah. So, so, uh, so far, about four people, they're just holding on to their tickets. Yeah. Um, and we haven't I heard haven't, from the rest I yet. haven't heard. I heard from two people. Mm-hmm. I, I've issued out. Think three, three, three refunds actually, and the other people I haven't heard back from. Okay, and so. the good thing about this is it will be the the weekend after SoonerCon, which we all plan to go to because back into the duffel bag we were talking about the BitCon, and mm-hmm. that's what got us uh, started on this. But I mean, we are con happy now. We had a great time at the BitCon. Surprisingly, BitCon. I am con happy. Yeah, yeah. surprisingly. So let's just, we're going to talk about just a bit. So let's start with our special guest, Mr. Jeremy Evans. How did you feel about uh, BitCon? Had you gone uh, before? No, this is my first year. Nice. Uh, I've been hearing about it, but like it's one of those things like by between you know going by yourself and going with people like yeah. you guys were going, so I wanted to go. But mm-hmm. going by yourself, I don't know. I I I've always feel like it's more fun with at least one other yeah. person with you instead yeah. of by yourself. And yeah, you might run into somebody you know, but then it's still like you're not going to be joining on his journey. Exactly. So. So it's cool that we got a group together, mm-hmm. and we got to like learn stuff as we were all learning together. I think was this y'all's first time too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because if I'm correct, this out of like just con in general, we only have three cons in Oklahoma, right? I only think Tulsa, Tokyo, and Tulsa, Azumi Con, and this con, right? And Sooner Con. 
That's four. Oh, okay, that's four so now. Four okay. right now. It's okay. Yeah. Well, we'll find. I'll, I'll ask you if um, later if uh, Sooner Con is something like been going on this longest. Yeah, and really you know, fun. I think if if we could get in contact uh, with Miranda from IGN Anime Club, she's from Oklahoma, so she might have more in-depth really cool. knowledge so shout out to ig and anime club <laughs> and miranda hopefully you hit us back with some answers about all the cons mm-hmm. but yeah i think it's i mean mm-hmm. we just know a four right now which we plan to go to all mm-hmm. of them yeah i'm, I'm god willing to try to make it to all of them but yeah um super bitcoin yeah um as people probably haven't heard it um it's about two big rooms you know one is like the dealer room right guys like yeah. the dealer room yeah. where you know you're looking for those rare games of any sorts, for, even from imported games, which Richard, you know, you know, was in heaven at one of the one of the tables. Mm-hmm. You can basically any game that you're thinking you can't find is probably the place you yeah. might have to pay a little bit. But if yeah, you want, if you bad, really yeah. want it, you it's can probably find yeah. it there. Yeah. Along with like art, yeah, a lot of art. Just a lot of fan, craft. yeah, just a lot of fan stuff. There was a Back to the Future car, which I was mad because <laughs> there it is, and they were not charging Rope people off. to be inside the car. It was yeah, just there. Like, I think they would have made touch. a fuckload of money. I would have paid to be in that car. And the DeLorean, dude. And then I would do hashtag Black to the Future. That would have been my <laughs> thing. <laughs> Start that hashtag now, folks. Black to the Future. Put it on the Gamer Stand page, Elijah mm-hmm. Bailey Show page, and the uh, BGN page, and Black and Studios. Mm-hmm. And so, then what was the other room? Just like basically just people that just want to game it up. Yeah, gaming had, tournaments they had and then arcades. Classic video game museum, which I thought was really that cool. was really yeah, that cool. Was, yeah. A little history lesson and a bunch of TVs and a bunch of uh, arcade Pinballs. cabinets, pinball yeah. machines, it, pinball tournament, uh, tabletop gaming tournament, and then they had specific games in the tournament. That back portion, the rest of it, like Jeremy said, arcades and then just free play. Mm-hmm. I wish they had. Now I, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was hard to get those cabinets. They're not the easiest thing to grab and have them up mm-hmm. there. But it made me wish that they had a little bit more um, variety for each category, like yeah. fighting. More fighting. I think, yeah. yeah. Or even because, shooter. They didn't. For how many cabinet shooters games mm-hmm. are out there? I don't even didn't. care if it was like House of the Dead or Time Crisis. Yeah. That would have been really cool. But you know, they're still. They're only, it's their three. Their third and fourth year. Still, yeah, 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 it's yeah, still yeah. new. Yeah. So, yeah. what do you guys like about it? How'd you feel, Mr. Taplin? Well, that was actually my first con ever. Yeah, I ever been to. Um, not even an anime con. Yeah, believe as it much or not, as we talk, we. I don't like people. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. I'm not a big. I'm not a huge fan either. But you know, you know what we have. We gotta do what we gotta do. Right? Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's not about people with me. It's just that just busy, and so I enjoy just letting it all. My, my life is busy too. I, I just really, you really don't like people. No, I just, I just don't. I, do I get it. I mean, I send off good vibes and everything like that, and I love meeting people. He's being cordial, but just like crowded environments, it just kind of mm. gets to me for some reason. I almost jumped to son of a bitch of the week right there when you said that. Oh, I'll, really? I'll save that for later. <laughs> but um, so it was a good thing that you guys were there as well, kind of what you were saying, Jeremy, because mm. you know was, I, I could you know bond with you guys and kind of you know walk around with y'all and everything like that. And y'all had went there before I was there, so y'all kind of knew where everything was at. So I just kind of follow along and then let my uh, attention issue distract yeah. me. And then um, I, th- I think I gave out a couple of. L's, right? Didn't I give you? I think, I think so. Yeah, I gave yeah. you like one. Stone, I gave Stone. Stone took the most, like yeah. always. Mm-hmm. You took. I took two from Stone, dude. You took two from Stone. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, but I thought <laughs> I thought it was really cool. It was actually it really impressed me. Um, I left it feeling my mind was kind of exploding um, mm-hmm. from a business point of view. Oh, yeah. And then, like I said, also the, the whole Gundam thing completely just uh, – mm-hmm. y'all saw me. Yeah. I, I lost my out, I think I, maybe that's <laughs> a good thing this was your first con because it will get you prepared for, like, the bigger ones. The bigger like ones, Like, Akon. Yeah. Like, Akon is humongous. I haven't been to Akon, but, like, by pictures and stuff, it's like, you know, t- yeah, that's one three times four, four, four whatever – 
big of that place. Wow. Now, Anime Fest is about not as big as Acom, but it's pretty big. Uh, so how would you compare Anime Fest to Bitcom? Oh, it's bigger. Okay. Um, because they're because they're they're in, they're, they're in a, because theirs is two floors. Okay, is it held here in the city? No, Anime Fest is in Dallas. Okay, yeah. When? Um, this year is going to be August twelfth. Okay, I think I think you should go if you for for a Gundam person. Their dealer rooms are pretty cool. I'm just afraid because like you just got to go with the right people. That's all it is. With that too, but the way I splurge, I always just thank God I I had most of those Gundam games already. No, I know because if I didn't, I would be sleeping outside. Man, electric bill not paid. Yeah. Dude. But those cons in general, like I was the same way too. Like I wasn't a big people person. I didn't know how I was going to react. But you realize in cons too that you know people come in groups. They stay in their own groups yeah. unless you wear something awesome. Then you're like you know you're the biggest celebrity ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, and the I mainly go for the panels. Like when you hear an awesome guest coming, like I found <laughs> out like one of the artists that did like Spirit Away and Loop in the Third and all that stuff. Yeah. I I wanted to go and I got my stuff signed by her. I. Those are my moments I'm willing to deal yeah. with people. But most of the time when I go, I don't go to those cons just for the con. I go there to enjoy the city too. It's like my home base. I so like I'll go to the con like a little bit in the daytime and then my nighttime I just go out mm. and just do stuff. And That's what I did with, with Nam. Yeah, so. I'm trying to visualize I, I, that. I, I actually it happens, especially with the anime con. Yeah. Um, I'm usually task oriented. When I have something to do, boom, I'm there. I can fuck off in the hotel later. Yeah, I can just relax. <laughs> but sometimes it just depends. Like I've traveled the U.S. quite a few times, so I mean, places I am. If you meet people, you can go out and hang out with them. But other than that, I just need to go to the con and then rest for the next day because I got shit to do the next day. So, huh? But um, I, I really enjoy the big con, you know, the the funnel cakes. Um, uh, so like I said, I, I enjoy the talking like tech dude the about the yeah, me too. Uh, about the imported games. And the networking was awesome. Yeah. Uh, we got to sit down and talk to a couple of people from the Okie Geek. Okie Geek podcast. Yes. yes. But the first one I met was Nikki Robinson. She got us on stage. Yeah. Right? Well, got she got Jeremy, Jeremy on stage. <laughs> and if you guys um, haven't seen that, go to Facebook. It's on the page. Yeah. Shout um, out to her. Thank yes. you for, uh, well, her and uh, what's his face? I forgot his name. I'm sorry, Elijah. What's, what's his face? What's his name? Joshua. Uh, yeah, I didn't yeah, get Joshua a chance to talk to him. That's the reason oh, why. Okay. So I, you two were networking with him, and I was talking to uh, her. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, shout out to him for uh, hitting me up. We had the same thing in common about Zack Snyder and yeah. his films. Yeah. So. And that, that was good. That was good. And I'm glad we got to talk to them. Be on their for uh, podcast. I'm glad you did a great job up there of representing <laughs> the, the network and yeah. everything like that. And then we got to talk to your buddy Nathan Reed. Nathan Reed and um, uh, Metroid Mike. And then um, Don't Blink or You Die, D Boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I listened to his uh, demo today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, he's gonna. He already agreed to be on the show. So yeah, we got we got some guests for you on. I mean, if they're on one show, they're gonna be on all shows. But it's gonna be different uh, content provided. We're gonna divide it up and talk about different stuff. Yeah, Nathan, yeah, of course, of course. Nathan will be that Santa Fe buddy that I got besides Greg to bring back. And then we'll go into his career. So how did you feel about the big call? Oh, I loved it. I went Thursday night. Me and Jeremy went to the pre-party. I got my ass whooped in Smash Bros. I missed that. Yeah. Uh, he, I was, was yeah. going to ask you, like, uh, Jeremy, how bad was his ass The first, well, it doesn't his matter. His wife laughed. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And you know how Jessica is on, on Smash Bros. But I, she's like, how's it feel to be beat by an older guy with glasses wearing a Hawaiian shirt and skinny jeans? I said, fuck Ooh. you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly with the way you described he, it. Oh, dude. He, 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 uh, uh, Who do you use? Uh, don't even remember that. No, uh, Zero Suit uh, Samus. Who are I you? Thought of, I was Mario the first one, 
And then the second time I, I tried Ryu because I hadn't played. Oh, okay. Mario, I held up, dude. I made him I made him fight for that for that W, but it still was in vain. Mm. So it was uh but we went to that, kinda met some people, met some uh, other local competitive gamers that were looking forward to the BGN's tournament, which will be there in June. Mm-hmm. And then I went Saturday uh with Jessica and, and checked out everything and uh then went Sunday and I just loved it. I got to talk to Phil Moore. He didn't get to get him on the show. So how was that? Because I'm sure you, you were speaking to him when I was yeah. uh, still we we'll still at that our uh, Q and A panel. He was just cool for all the celebrities. And I wait, mean, before you go, I'm sorry. Yeah. For listeners, who is Phil Moore? Phil Moore was the host 20 years ago for Nick Arcade. And if you never watched Nick Arcade, go on YouTube, watch that, watch Legends of the Hidden Temple, mm. watch Clarissa explains it all, watch all that shit. Um, but it was basically a game show where you played against another contestant. And then you got to go inside of a video game and play with Mikey and try to, you know, work your way all the way to the goal or either, you know, die. And they give you cool, cool prizes back then. Like, you get the new uh, Back to the Future hoverboard if you win this and that. I hated what time they aired that show because it was always, like, super early. And I never wake up in time for that. And I'm stuck with wild and crazy kids. Wild and Crazy Kids with Omar that was all right. It was okay. Because it was like, hey, dude, Camp on Awana, Wild and Crazy Kids. Salute Your Shorts was my Salute show. Salute Your Shorts was, was, was yeah. good. That's, That's another was. time. That's we got to do yeah. Nicktoons but, uh, and Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he was real cool because I was like, man, and, you know, we lost track of him. But I hit him up on social media last night, um, and I wanted him to be on the show. He's like, man, this is my off day. This would be perfect to do a podcast. And he was real interesting. So I'm just going to watch my friend real quick. And then didn't I couldn't find him after that. And I was mm. like, fuck, dude. But, um. Man, I, I love him. Look? He looked surprisingly still young, not battered by Hollywood. Okay. He looked like he's keeping up, dude. Interesting. That's so, good. That's good. But Shout it out was to nice. Phil Moore. Phil Moore. That's if good. I can say one more thing before yeah. you um, go on to your next thing, I'm, I'm hoping later on for Bitcoin, like I see in other cons in general, just in general, uh, I would. I'm not saying they're not making a celebration, but I think I would like to see them make it bigger. Like hype it up. Yeah, I hype it up. Make it. Make it feel so awesome to be here and that's one thing about anime fest like even there's an open ceremony they do in this giant room where everybody comes in and they talk up they announce and they talk about who's all coming in who's the art everything like that um and jeremy evans right and yeah. i i and i'm not gonna lie i only went to one of those but okay. when i went there it was really cool because like i think it's my first year going there they even had like um midnight ceremonies like night Ooh. night ceremonies oh wow. and one of them was like they did a stage play for kingdom hearts Wow! Yeah, they did a stage play, and it was so funny because they even like made up their own worlds in that story. The stage play, like they went to, they even like had the cast of Hocus Pocus, not the real cast, but a yeah, group yeah, dressed yeah, like yeah. Hocus Pocus. Oh, the movie, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So it was just fun little, fun little stuff like that. And you'd be surprised how many like cosplay people and just people, their fans will go see those little fun, little quirky little oh, plays. Yeah, yeah, but it. then again, also it's location. That place doesn't have a lot of places. If they can find a little bit place with an auditorium plus that, mm-hmm. that'd be really cool. But you know. And that's the perfect time. You guys go on Facebook. You go to Super Bitcoin, their page, and they have a survey. So if you didn't go, uh, go through the survey. Tell them why you didn't go. If you did go, give them suggestions. Because I said um, what I wanted was them. air fresheners. Yeah, air fresheners. But I wanted I wanted them to move Dance. move the game tournament somewhere else and then fill that other room. Like we talked about with more right, arcades right. and more games, so you'd have more people playing because there's people who are playing Mike Tyson Punch Out all day. Yeah, and like and Super can, Mario World, and so. that's exactly what you're talking about. Like you know, have make an auditorium for those tournaments. Mm-hmm. Like make that a celebration where everybody wants to come in. Yeah, and you watch know? and spectate, and, mm-hmm. and hopefully, I mean, they got 
they had some troubles. I talked to to one of the guys who was promoting tournament. They didn't know who was going to come or who wasn't going to come, and they finally got some people. And next year with the gamer stand, the black box, and Elijah Bailey show on the panel, I mean, we'll we'll bring some people in. But oh, I we're going to make it a celebration. I don't care if it's one person sitting in the crowd. He's going to feel welcome. Oh, there we go. Go. <laughs> Amazing. But like, I, is this heaven? Yeah. Right. Did but I, I mean, just get into heaven? The, the the one deal that I picked up. St. John! <laughs> <laughs> I smite thee. But uh, the one thing that I saw from everybody was everybody's happy. They were bringing their kids. Kids were dressed up. They had the cosplay contest. Everybody made the, the, the guests feel welcome. So I, I enjoyed that about BitCon. Yeah, it was really cool. Like, um, I'm definitely looking forward to going next year and also uh, being a – sponsor and that's mostly all cons right it's basically just a just a a community of people that love love that stuff and they we all get along there's no beef there's no issues exactly Mm -hmm. like i had people ask me about my shirt and i just kind of yeah, lucky Dude. you. Yeah. You don't want to say anything about my shirt? Yeah, I left the place. Yeah, it was, I didn't have a special shirt. It was just like a, like a it's a shirt I sleep in. It was had, like a, a costume. You know I had freaking Thundercats, and no one said one thing until I left the parking lot. When you were about to leave your car, yeah. that guy came up to me. He's like, "Nice shirt." And I had a conversation with him. Now he's trying to. He wants to be on the show. I was like, "Okay." And I was like, I was "Like, thank you." <laughs> well, at least somebody talked. To you I know. Nobody said anything about my shirt, and they were talking about Jessica's. Like, usually people talk about your shirt, but they're talking about mine. It's like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> but with that, let's take our next commercial break. Hey everyone, this is John Robles and I'm on the gamer stand with a few of my friends and we just like talking about video games. So if you're a gamer and want to hear some opinions or get involved with us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can also listen to us and search for us on iTunes and Podbean. Just search the gamer stand podcast on any one of those outlets and you can hear from us and we just want to thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Elijah Bailey Show, and we are balls deep in the duffel bag. I always feel like you're just supposed to start breaking out in the song. Why? I don't know. Just when and I hear... welcome back. No, the duffel bag. Like the duffel bag song? Well, I just, every time I hear welcome back, I just think of like the song. Welcome back, welcome back. Oh, welcome back, Carters. Welcome back. To the duffel bag of Elijah. There we go. Bailey. Keep that so we don't have to pay him. And then we're going to use that every time for the duffel bag. Thank you, Jeremy. No problem. And if you're just now tuning in, which I don't know why you are, you should be listening on iTunes, Podbeam, Stitcher, Overcast, or where? Richard, anywhere they can find podcasts. That's what that's exactly what you're that, to say. anywhere where they can yeah, find I mean, podcasts. So. Folks, he's he's been drinking a little bit. You should Sorry. be a little bit more sharper. Well, I think my mind it started yesterday at the Bitcom, like we okay. were talking about earlier. It, it got blown really, by the my Gundam. mind got blown about oh, the Gundam just completely just melted me. Mm-hmm. But um, the whole networking, the whole business side started just jeering wow, up in my head. You and saw the shirt I made today. A lot of stuff happened business wise, so my head was flying, and I was on the phone with someone. I was like. Hey, I was actually on the phone with our social media person, uh, okay. uh, Latricia Limo. Yeah, Lomo. shout out. Ooh, mm. ooh, Latricia Lomo. She's going to slap shit out Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually on the phone with Latricia Lomo actually earlier today, and I was telling her about what was going on and also about some stuff that One Mic One Voice is doing on their page that she needs to uh, start doing differently. But I was like, man, I just need a drink right now because my mind is just like my hamsters are just over. They're, I know they're about to just bust. So right. I got a drink. And now everybody just stopped. <laughs> He's like, ah, we're done. Yeah. Everybody was like, thanks, buddy. <laughs> uh, but uh, we are back. And I, I said this a couple shows ago. I created this segment just for Mr. Evans. 
It is uh, the time that Mario said, blow me. Blow me, Mario. So basically what this is, we're just going to talk about, I mean, like I said, we are at the upper end of the age bracket, close to the 30s. Mr. Evans looks like he's, how old does Jeremy look? Honestly, Jeremy, I mean, I think it's because he don't he don't have a mustache or anything. He looks like he's in his 20s. Yeah, but he's, but secretly he's in his 30s. And I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. we're almost in our 30s. I'm a little bit you closer are. than Richard. No, you're fucking right behind me. Hey. Don't pull that shit. Hey. You're hey. right behind me. Hey. I'm going to shave my beard off. I'm going to be like Jeremy, just hey. a smooth face. Hey, you are. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> this is your year. <laughs> this is my year <laughs> to cross the threshold. Yeah. But um, we all had older gaming consoles, and... There was one there was one or two ways that we tried to fix our games when they didn't fucking work because I know using uh, my Game Boy, sometimes if, if it doesn't work, I still do some of the same deals. Like we were just programmed that way. It's yeah. like we do a ritual or some kind of <laughs> some kind of voodoo trick that think this <laughs> yeah. is gonna work our imagination. There goes the imagination thing again. Yeah, yeah. We just have these methods, it's like it'll work and you know well, I'll let you finish. It, it, it yeah, you work, so. <laughs> uh, And we're just going to go around the room. We started with Jeremy Evans just a minute ago with the uh, talking about Bitcoin. So we're going to start with Mr. Taplin because <laughs> <laughs> I like that look on his face. But uh, what things did uh, you used to do to fix some of your games, like Nintendo cartridges? Oh, or man, those those good old days. Uh, it all depends on the console. All right, pick really. Uh, even like I'll go with early Nintendo days. Okay. Uh, so many things could go wrong with that console. I remember talking to your other co-host uh, Joshua Martin about the old Nintendo cartridges is that of course you always had the initial <gasps> and yeah, when you do it you're like a little kid so you like puff out your cheeks and you hurt your cheeks because that, that hurts <laughs> you didn't know how to yeah. blow correctly and then you I just, don't want to know how to blow correctly <laughs> <laughs> and then you you know you shove the cart you shove the cartridge back in yeah. sometimes I remember the I think the craziest thing I used to do is have like tape decks um, like cassette tapes yeah and you will put the cartridge inside the uh, NES or the Nintendo, wedge the car. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking top. about. I know so exactly. Yep. Sure, it's, it's pushed all the way back, uh-huh. all the way down in there. Yeah, and Did then it. of course you know you have the, the the alcohol swabs and stuff like that that you'll rub. I didn't start doing that probably until so you were a bit older. Four. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe Super Nintendo ish. A little bit wiser. A little bit wiser. Um. I think actually, I think by N sixty four, I used a um a, a little dust blower. Okay, um, that you use to clean your keyboard mm-hmm. and stuff. That, like that. air spray, the air yeah. spray. Okay, air okay. Spray. Yeah, I will start yeah. using those. Uh, and then even with newer con, well, not newer consoles. I don't do anything with new consoles because I keep myself put up and you know trying <laughs> in to make their discs in exactly. their discs. But as far as CDs go, even when the PlayStation era and the Xbox era, I would get this. I would get some like some lotion. Okay, and you make little like different. little little rings little around rings, the yeah. whole thing, and then buff it all out. But how long did those? How long did those games last? Some of them last a long time. Mm-hmm. Some of them didn't work at all. <laughs> Some of them even messed up even more. I think I'm, I'm going to let you guys go because there was yeah. one thing I I did to one Sony game because <laughs> a black disc game and it made the black literally transparent. Mm. I have to think about it. Okay. We actually like saw the U uh, UV rays on it. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Mm. Okay. What did you do, Mr. Evans? Um, I blow into the car- the console itself. Like, like oh, I, okay. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would open it up and just blow and clean yeah. it out in there because you know we didn't have air spray, of course. You no, know, yeah. you know, when you're a kid, you're gonna try to use everything without 
think of the simple thing. And mm-hmm. even if you do, you don't have the simple thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's crazy. We had to like blow in there. Like, you're trying to get a quick fix. I'm trying oh, to get yeah. back in my game. Right, right. And Super Nintendo was tougher because, you know, it's the cartridge you put all the time. So you got to yeah, open that up yeah. and like blow in there and everything exactly. like that. Um, we would get, um, actually, it's funny because now that I mentioned with the air spray, we actually had a fan one time. We would use a fan and <laughs> blow, have the fan blow in there. Oh, how that work? It's the same. It's the same thing. It's same as everything else. It's just things it's like, if I use technology with technology, it just makes it sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a genius. Yeah. Right. Um, one of the things was you were talking about you put the cassette tape to hold it down there. Mm. Uh, my brother and I's dumbass <laughs> self thought we would do like, we thought maybe like a ritual kind of. So like we'll put the cartridge in there. Well, two ways. Well, we'll put the cartridge in barely, so when you push it down, it barely feels like it's going in there. Uh, it, it's yeah, like a yeah. tight fit, and it'll work most of the time. Yeah. But something that will, like for people, don't push it in all the way. That just doesn't work for some reason. You got to do it halfway. You got to meet. You got to meet the middle okay, ground, right? For us, we will put it in one time all the way in, and then we would just push it down and up and down like ten times, uh, yes. like a ritual, uh, yeah. thinking like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I say, you will work. It's like, and wait, my brother, what did my brother say? He was like, okay, it works for me every time you do it ten times. So we do it ten times. It. It works, but you know, like it, it could have worked the first time you yeah, did, right? Yeah. But our mindset is like, oh yes, God. it's gonna work. I'm glad I'm not the only one. I'm glad I heard that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Because mine was mine was three times, like one, two, three, third time's a charm, and that's what I do every single time, and it worked. Mm-hmm. I just reminded of a, a ritual I used to have to do that was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to have the Sega channel, which was cool at the Bitcom, seeing that <laughs> mm-hmm. there yeah. again, because you had to plug your Cox communication cable mm-hmm. actually into it, and it was basically like online service it was online service because there was a lot of times where (laughs) it did not work whatsoever but oh my gosh my sister can contest with me on this one but we had so many weird ass shit we would do i'm talking about like turn off the lights Mm -hmm. make sure all the tvs in the house weren't using the cable (laughs) because it was running through the cable so make sure all the tvs in the house was using the cable and you turn it on and like the intro was this gumby looking character mm-hmm. and he'll do this swaying dance back and forth he'll change colors yeah. if he changed colors like you go through like the rainbow colors he cycles the rainbows more than twice it's not gonna work mm-hmm. you're gonna sit there for like 15 minutes he's gonna air out so in the mix of the first minute if all the cable boxes weren't turned off <laughs> <laughs> or our tv's unplugged from the cable mm-hmm. uh we would shut it off and then try to completely relocate it to a different um yeah. cable in the house yeah. but man uh, what about you, Elijah? Those are some dark days. Y'all man. took some of the good ones. Like uh, with Nintendo, the only other thing I did was put it in the freezer because I was like, oh, this is hot. I've never done that. I've never no, done that. No, I did. I was like, oh, like the whole hot. console? No. No. <laughs> hey, not the whole I don't console. Know. I don't know. Like, right now, anything works, right? No, no, no. Yes, no. Like, <laughs> just, just the cartridge. I was like, oh, it's hot. So if I cool it off for a minute and put it back in, and most of the time, that seemed like it worked. But I mean, it was did just the, because did I the game took froze? it out. No, no, no. I just put it in for like, I just like put it in. And it wasn't even a long time now I think about it. I'd like get something to drink. Like, okay, it's done. And then take it out and then put it back in because you want to get right back to gaming. So really, yeah. that didn't help at all. Probably just water damage. It, yeah. It Most did. people just pause and just leave it alone Dude. forever. Man. I <laughs> Interesting. The other deal was just move the system. So you'd have like the yeah. four prints here. I done that too. Over. I yeah. done that too. Because we were thinking overheats. Like put it on yeah. higher grounds. They'll be okay. So I got to cool off the system and cool off the game. And then when PlayStation came around and I got my first scratch, Dude, I was listening to everybody. Man, he put some peanut butter on there. I was like, okay. I remember butter. that. Yeah. I remember hearing that. I never heard yeah. of it. Yeah, and I did that butter. once. I was like, fuck you guys. That's when I went to Game Exchange and, and all that stuff. <laughs> and they looked and at just got them buffed. No, 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 they just buffed what the scratch. What is peanut butter shit? Dude. No, you dumbass. And then uh, eyeglass cleaner. And yeah, then the eyeglasses. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Um, That's not a good idea. Yeah, no, no, not at no. all. And then other than that, we all learn the bad way. <laughs> yeah, I think other than that, it's just doing the same thing you guys. Now, when we did the the imports, dude, I just found uh, kept doing different springs, and then I take I take the disc out and put it back in, and I put it in gently and just kind of tap it down. That. I actually never had issues. I think because I kept my imports kind of in good condition mm-hmm. i never had issues but it was funny because when chili pop bought me that z gundam one yeah i had literally just opened the z gundam to uh, record some mp3s off of yeah. it and i couldn't remember how to how get it? the damn thing to work or, so yeah. i'm over actually over here i had the ps2 or ps2 out yeah had it open up and i was doing all this weird stuff because a little bit different than ps2 like you can't yeah. the disc does you can't not just stop open. yeah well you have to leave it open but the disc does not stop spinning so you put your American disc in there. The moment you catch it slowing down, you have to quickly pull it out and then slap the other disc on. Well, it's like changing remember, records like a DJ, right? Yeah, it was just bad. Let me ask you something. Like, I'll, I want to do. I'm, I'm trying to do a planned episode probably around May or June of this segment. But like, okay. I want. I'm calling it like I can fix it myself. But let me ask you this: This happened to my Dreamcast. This happened to when I had my PS1 later. Cause I had my 64, and then I got a PlayStation later. But when it when your console broke, how many times have you thought you can? open it up and think you can fix it dude i have y'all okay first have y'all done that before i tried i tried once and then after that i was i looked at that show said what the hell and i said no i'm, I I'm not that good my broken ps1 <laughs> i believe it's probably in storage or at my mom's house because i was playing final fantasy 7 oh and i i used to i was bad at leaving the consoles on just pushing pause and mm-hmm. then going to school or yeah no we got that way for yeah, a little bit because yeah. you can't stop no you can't stop you can't stop i don't know why i just didn't save it and just shut the damn thing off but i left my consoles on i remember one day i was playing final fantasy 7 i think i was i just met vincent mm-hmm. and the whole everything blacked out and it quit working like the power wouldn't come on and like that and instead of me just trying to you know troubleshoot like maybe it's the power cord or maybe it's you know this yeah. this i took the whole damn thing apart yeah, and mm-hmm. then could not fix it. I tried and then kept it. It's in my dark Gundam. I was gonna say, uh, is that figure. is that to keep a memory of you should never try to <laughs> never do, do things yourself or that too? And then also, I've always kept it because it was one of the few PS ones that had the uh, the slot on the back where you could yeah. hack it. Mm-hmm. And all most new PS most PlayStation ones you can't find that anymore. No. So that's one reason I kept. I always told myself, hey, since I love import games so much, I'm gonna go back fix it. And, and then, then play, play my Japanese more, yeah. goddamn game. But to your segment, Mario Bloomy, I think the first game that I had my first time trying to fix it was probably Super Mario Brothers, actually. It yeah. was the first game I actually like tried to do all those methods to before I got to Mario 3 and all uh, that. I think mine was Duck Hunt. Was it the combo? Yeah. That was mine was, yeah, yeah, mine yeah, was yeah, the yeah. combo. Yeah. Oh, it was a combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I remember re- I wanted to play Duck Hunt, though. So mm-hmm. You know what? I just remember the gun. I used to like blowing on the disc like, on the top of the gun. Cause it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't shooting up. right yeah. yeah 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 that just reminded me because that was my that was the I, combo, I thought we'd yeah. be cool with gunslinger that bam 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 <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but with that we close the duffel bag zip you went to how many fucking duffel bags is that or is it well, just no, bouncing this is that was bouncing man because all the shit we had in there. Uh, that and it reminded me of what Stone sounded like when I was whooping his ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> and we'll be right back from this commercial break. 
Hey, I'm Michael Eric Owen. And I'm your co-host, DT, of One Mic, One Voice Show, a show that is created to give space where your voice, ideas, and a form of opinions can be heard, appreciated, and debated. Listen, you can catch us on Stetcher, iTunes, Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also reach us at contact us at onemikeonevoice.com. And follow all of our content on blackstudios.com. Oh, wow. Sorry, I didn't know. I did not know if you wanted me to, which Luigi to do which. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we're back <laughs> to the Elijah Bailey show. That was our special guest for this 20th episode, Mr. Jeremy Evans. Wow. There we go. And I have with me the hostess with the mostest. Richard Tapman, how you doing, sir? There we go. And you guys know who I am. And we're about to do anime shmanime. Anime shmanime. Anime shmanime. Anime shmanime. Anime shmanime. I like that. Anime shmanime. What do you call those things? The the quartets? The quartets? No. Quartets, like four instruments playing together? No, like when the four guys are sitting there singing and like, boom, boom, you know. Oh, like yeah. acapella? Yeah. Is that what they're called? No. Is it I, mean, like, I know. I guess maybe it's just acapella. Okay. Anyway, we're back. I'll let you figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> <figure> that out. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back in animation. Anyway, I want to make one correction from last week because we talked about uh, Dragon Ball Super and uh-huh. we were talking about the move that Vegeta brought back. Well, the clip that I saw was uh, the, it wasn't the Gallic Gun. It was Final Flash, but he actually did bring back the original Gallic Gun that he used on Goku. We said it was a Final Flash. I know, but he brought back Galagum before the Final Flash, so oh, there was both of them in there. So okay, he was, gotcha, gotcha, they were gotcha. paying, they were paying their respects to to Dragon Ball Z. Oh, nice! And uh, Vegeta had to. How's it going? Uh, it's good. Vegeta actually trained somebody in the middle of a match how to turn Super Saiyan, and they used the Galagum on him, and they were about even in their normal state. So, so that was. Would different. this be a good time for like veteran Dragon Ball Z fans to go to back to watch Dragon Ball Super? Yeah, I mean, it's. Will it grasp me? I. I th- I think so. Some of the stuff will. Some of the stuff, because it's in tandem with the book, with the manga. So you read the manga, and then you watch a couple shows, and they do it that way. Because mm. the manga comes out every now and then, so you don't have to do week by week. It's just every couple of shows, and then you can read the manga. But, I mean, it keeps up either way. I mean, they do, like, the time skip. Vegeta and Goku are on Beerus' planet. Next thing you know, they're in the hyperbolic time chamber training for three years. Then they come back, they have beards, and then they go into the tournament. So it's pretty fluid. It's pretty fast-paced. It doesn't slow down like it normally did. So, hmm. I mean, you guys can watch it. It's not going to legally air until, like, the summer here in mm-hmm. the States. But uh, because .moa, you can go and watch them there. If you go to uh, Dragon Ball World, Dragon Ball Z World on Facebook, they post the episodes there. I think they're on episode 37 now. Mm-hmm. So. So it'd be a good time to check it out. Hmm. So, have you uh, given up on Dragon Ball Super, Jeremy? Because you uh, kind of looked displeased when I was talking to Richard there. I'm just not a f- I'm just not a fan of um, that show or where it's trying to go right now. I just feel like that it's more like a um, fan surface right now, and I don't see what they're trying to do brand new. I feel like it's just really cut and paste. Now I like Z, um, but. I don't know. I, I don't want to go too far deep in this because, yeah, you know, know you know, yeah. but I, I'll just say it like this. I, I just don't feel like um, Goku could not should not be the star anymore. I think it's time for a new generation to take the helm of that series. Mm. Um, these characters that we that have been growing up with us. We want to see those progress more. We want to 
like don't get me wrong gohan gohan got kind of the shit in the stick he oh, just went his yeah. own thing gohan should have been the one leading with goten and trunks and yeah. the next generation following them and i feel like that they just keep keeping vegeta and goku which vegeta is my favorite character because vegeta trying so hard to st- distill the stardom from goku yeah and that's what he's kind of doing they did the whole mm. bunch of episodes without him but yeah mm-hmm. i see what you're saying i think i don't think it's gonna they said they're gonna do some stuff with gohan and he's gonna get stronger but again goten and trunks are young and gt mm. they should have been fighting exactly but they, they were a product of the times of peace is what they're saying and Goku and Vegeta don't age and this and that and trying to bring yeah, them back Yeah, I think I feel like yeah. they're just saying this to say it. So yeah. they don't so they give you a reason why they don't want these yeah. characters to develop, but it would be cool to see just to see the whole cast. Yeah, of, yeah, just grow. And like, don't just like Goku wrong. did. Yeah. Right. I know, and it's okay to have Goku and Vegeta come once in a while to save the day if something happens, but we want to see these characters. Wait, Go, Gohan was a character oh, for everybody the kids. Was that was us yeah. with him. We we knew Go, Goku and Vegeta were like the fathers yeah. and they were just looking out for, you know, what's going on. But we grew up with Gohan. Even from the Cell yeah. Saga, we were like, I can't wait till he gets older. That's what everybody's dream was yeah. about. Mm-hmm. And then we and then we hear Goten is born. We hear Trunks is born because, you know, Trunks is from the future and then all that stuff. And then, like, the part that really blew my mind was, like, they, they, they have characters that don't come back. Like, what happened to Oob, right? Like, yeah. here's a character that was, like, in the finale training. Mm-hmm. And now they, they do him in GT and it's, like, no longer. And yeah. it's, like, he's a Z fighter. Yeah, but he's not. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll come later on because now they're opening up possibilities to, like Vegeta is going to. They one of the one of the guys talks about the king of the Saiyans Mm -hmm. reminding him of Vegeta. Vegeta after he trains him in the match, Mm -hmm. you know, tells him you know get stronger. You could be as strong as me. He said, have the pride of a Saiyan. Don't don't ever bow your head to me and blah blah blah. And he's like, Mm -hmm. I would like to go to your planet. So I think they're going to start traveling around universes again. That could be something if they are going to make Gohan and Goten stronger. Goku and Vegeta go out, they get stronger, they go to all 12 universes, and then Gohan and them are in charge of the Earth because that's what's going to happen if they travel. So even in your opinion, you're kind of seeing kind of like, it's basically strength is basically like the theme of this. It just gets yeah. stronger and stronger and stronger. You don't get kind of bored off of that in your opinion? You still think it's, it's entertaining? The the deal that it's entertaining to see if the episode is going to be good or bad. Sometimes okay. it's hit or miss every week, but now they're saying that, Vegeta basically sold his soul again to get stronger than than Goku. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be the new god of destruction, but Goku comes on, and now they're basically even because Goku is a naturally talented Saiyan f- from a lower class, worked his way up through hard work, and now they're in this predictum- predicament where they're meeting other fighters that are just as strong as them in their new Super Saiyan God mode. So it, it strength is the key, mm-hmm. but now are they going to... Is somebody going to be a god? Where are these guys come from? Are they going to lead to that? I guess me. I'm probably, I'll probably end up being a hypocrite later. I'll probably watch it when the show's finally done. Done, done yeah. yeah. and then I'll I'll just sit down, maybe watch it, see if my opinion. I'll skip the first two movie sagas, yeah, and get straight to where the story really yeah, begins. I, yeah, because I even put that in the show, so I mean, you'll you'll catch a glimpse of that. A and, different variation too. But I can't I can't exclude it. Go Dragon Ball Z because Dragon Ball Z was one of those shows that opened me to anime. Yeah, and then yeah. from there I kind of you know just went my own thing. No, you know what. We're gonna have you back. We're just gonna do a Dragon Ball Z podcast. Okay. That was a good shit. That was a good shit. Mm-hmm. So, why are you smiling over there, sir? I had nothing. Oh, whatever. I don't, I don't know, know if you want me on the Dragon Ball Z. I, I, I can, I can blow up some Dragon Ball Z. I might no. have some hate. I might, ha- I might have a hate petition on me. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. That's all right. I will defend you. Okay, I, I am your Goku. All right, so <laughs> 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 let's go Send into. He will die. <laughs> <laughs> I will die. I'll stay going for a while. When I come back, I'll make you stronger. Mm-hmm. Um. Anime of the month and manga of the month. Anime of the month is going to be Ice Shield Twenty One. So, is anybody here? I know you haven't watched Ice Shield Twenty One. I have not. 
Uh, Jeremy, you have. I have. That's actually a, a, a way older show than you think. Um, yeah. It came out at the same time as Prince of Tennis. Oh, yeah. Oh. Dude. Mm-hmm. Pr- yeah. I like Prince of Tennis. Yeah. And are you are you keeping up with any reading on Prince of Tennis? or? No, uh, I... I you just watched the show. I watched the show. The uh, I like haven't 200. seen. I have, yeah, I haven't watched the 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 second series, right? Yeah. Prince of Tennis two, I guess. Yeah, is the what new it Prince is. of Tennis or something like that. Yeah, I wa- I remember sports anime is interesting because I didn't think I would get into that. It's like sports and anime. Well, that don't make any sense. <laughs> but like after like you know when we talk about Dragon Ball Z, they could put a little bit of that flair in there a little yeah. bit, make it more action oriented. But like yeah, yeah, Prince of Tennis really drew me in. Characters were hilarious, and the thing about those shows is. They teach you as yeah. you go, and that's yeah. what makes you so interesting. Like, uh, 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 Ace of Diamond just ended, yeah, which oh, I, yeah. I was very upset how it ended. But if whatever, uh, but yeah, if you're learning, that's what makes it more fun. Mm-hmm. Now I know stuff about tennis. Now I know stuff about football. Now I know about basketball, basketball, and, and all else. that. Yeah, and, and then they got the new one uh, for volleyball, and then they're doing some other ones for mm-hmm. rugby and stuff like that. Right. So, but you probably agree with me. But out of all the sports shows. I show twenty one is probably the most goofy off the wall one. Oh yeah, no, there's else. no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. That's that's one you need to check out because the the leader is a demon, or he's kind of like a demon. So you'll like him. Name he's, demon. Yeah, he's he's always trying to trick people to join the team, and he's like a trickster. He's real smart. He's got that Itachi level mind, and he has uh-huh. a team that's not an all star team at all. But he makes them compete and make it to the finals. And, and he's the like quarterback that. of the yeah, team, Yeah, he's the right? quarterback of the team. So this is football base. Yeah, this is a okay, football okay, show. Gotcha. So it's it, football, sports, comedy, high school, which we already talked about, and it's set in Tokyo. It's it's. I had some notes on it, but I mean, I just want to kind of hear what you think about the show. And we'll give some brief descriptions okay. about it. I mean, really, it's about uh, Sena. Sena? Sena? Uh, yeah, Sena? yeah, give or take. Yeah. yeah, and he is a kid that's always been bullied. He mm-hmm. has a friend. Uh, just like most traditional yeah, high school yeah. ones, right? Marmy, who is his uh, a girl that's taller than him. He's short for his age. Mm-hmm. She defended him when he was little, mm-hmm. and he was a gopher. He passed his test. They're going to the same school now, uh, high school, and it's funny because Demon and uh, Kuroshi, uh, big, big guy who's a lineman, they come With the they, acorn head, yeah, the right? Acorn head. <laughs> they come out and they say, yeah, you passed. Hooray, hooray. And they throw him up, and they're trying to get, they're trying to go through everybody who passed to get them on the football team because they don't actually have a team. Mm-hmm. And he's picked on his first day in class. He's like, man, I'm so glad that I'm not a gopher. And he, he's getting ready to say gopher. And he says, I mean, you know, I'm just glad I got into class. I'm glad to be here, blah, blah, blah. And he says, I made it through that. He turns around. Three punks are sitting in the back of the class like, yeah, let's be friends. Why don't you run the store? Give me some bread. Give me this. Give me that. And, you know, cut scene. It comes back. And uh, they're like, there's no way you went to the store. He's like, yeah, they were all out of bread. So they start beating them up. And they take them to a football room. They start putting on the pads like, yeah, hold them. Let's, put, let's do some tackling drills. And these are just basic, you know, school punks. They mm-hmm. had freaky hair, knives, and stuff like that. But they don't use the knives on them. They're just going to punch them. Hmm. Well, um, the acorn head, that's what we're going to call him for the show. He hmm. comes in, and he's like, he has this mean face. And he's like, what are you guys doing here? You guys must be here to join the football club. Right. And he's so happy. And he's like, uh, they start running to him, trying to trying to tackle him. So there's three dudes on this one big dude. He's like, oh, you guys are doing it wrong. You have to do it like this. And he throws right. him against the wall. Hmm. And then they run off. And then Santa's just slept in there. And he's like, man, did you want to join the football club? And he's so happy. And he's this huge guy that's a lineman. But he's really nice. He's kind-hearted. He's, like, making tea. He's got, like, strawberry shortcake for him. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to join the team. And he starts getting depressed. That's the best part. <laughs> the, funny, no, no, no. The, fu- the funniest part is not the fact he's sad. The funniest part is you hear this uppity music. And then when, he, like, when they say no, boom. then the music's like, it's like, da-da-da-da. It just drops. It's, it's <laughs> and, and then he makes that face like, oh. <laughs> that's, like, the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and then he starts asking. He's like, well, why do you like football? He's like, I love football because of camaraderie and this and that. And then Santa's like, you know. 
you know, my friend told me to join some sports, get some friends, because he gets his first cell phone when he passes his test. Mm-hmm. He only has one number in there. Aww. And so he joins the football. He's like, he's like, man, maybe I could be the manager. And they have him like with kind of slicked up hair. And he's like, thank you, Mr. Manager, for leading us to the Christmas Bowl and leading us to victory. So it's, it's real goofy, real comedy based. How many episodes is it? In? Uh, is, it is it ongoing or is it stopped? No, it's it stopped. It, yeah, it, 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 it's so more than 100. Though. I know that. Yeah, there's three seasons. I think it's like 143, 134 episodes. Uh, okay, so it's not like a over like a week. No, most sports yeah, anime shows, un- that is except true. Prince yeah. of Tennis, are, are kind of not that long. long. Yeah. And um, and so it goes. It, the whole deal is he joins the team. Um, but why does he join the team? He joins the team because he wants. To, he joins as a manager first. Well, mm-hmm. those punks find him again, and they're like, "Give us that big guy's deal because we're gonna go to his house and beat him up." And they have a baseball bat, and he's thinking about how nice he was, what his friend said, and he's like, "No, I'll never give him up." So they take his phone. And they're like, "Well, we'll just call. Who's this? Oh, there's a girl's number here. We'll we'll go fuck her up too." And so he just gets. You know, everybody gets to that boiling point. Like Gohan gets pissed off. His eyes gleam over, and from all of his years being a gopher running from these punks, he gets super fast. So he jumps up, grabs a phone, and he's just fucking sprinting. So they, all three of them are running after him. He runs into this, uh, they call it a station, but it's just like um, like an open strip mall outside next to the high school where everybody is. Okay. Well, the coach, or the not the coach. Demon. He's a, yeah, he's mm-hmm. an acting coach and quarterback. Demon standing there, and he, he sees him. And then Santa just like looks. He's like, no, if I go this way, they'll find me. If they go this way, and they are right behind him. He looks through the crowd and finds um, pathways. And so he just sits there in a the stance. And right as the guy's about to swing his head, he just boom, takes off. And then uh, Demon's like, whoa, he's cutting. And then he's like. Uh, and there's that learning lesson. They yeah. give you those key words so you what, know what, what that's cut, called, cut, right? Cut a spin. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, Cena's going to his head. I'll never make it. And then Demon's like, oh, with those legs, you will. So he's, he's already picking him as a running back. Mm-hmm. And so he makes it all the way to the train station in the train. He gets away the punks. You know, fall down, and then next clip you see is Demon has him tied up all in rope. He brings him back to the deal, and he's like, you're our new running back. And he's like, oh, he's like, no, 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 I don't want to do it. And he pulls out all these guns, and they look like trick mm-hmm. guns, like the Joker. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll do whatever you want. Or like the mask. Yeah. Yeah, with Jim yeah. Carrey. Yeah. And he hmm. turns into the legendary uh, running back, Ice Shield 21. They they put a shield on him so nobody knows who he is, so they can't steal his running legs because there's other clubs in you know Japanese schools that they'd want somebody as a sprinter or a long jump or this or that. So they cover his face, and he becomes this legendary figure, which there was an Ice Shield 21 that was the fastest running back that there ever And what's was. funny is about going back to Demon because, like, well, the way we're we're talking about Demon is he sounds like this giant a-hole, and he is. But the thing <laughs> the thing about it is when Demon does his thing, he he'll he has his own way of like kind of tricking the main character to doing stuff, but in a way he's teaching him at the same time. Yeah. You'll okay. see that. Like he'll say, Hey, I need you to do this and this, and he'll manipulate him to do it, and he doesn't understand it until later on. That he's actually getting trained at the same time doing it, and Demon is actually he looks out for his he looks out for his crew, yeah, his team and his family because he mm-hmm. loves football. That's mm-hmm. the only reason he's trying to get people on the team to instill that same love, camaraderie, and then mm-hmm. you know there's also a definite point that we want to win. And mm-hmm. just because we're the underdog, he's like, there's like this whole scene. He's like, he's uh, he hikes the ball and he runs back. He's like. Oh, you thought I had the ball? I thought it was going to pass. And they're like, it's a run play. And so they're all changing. But he, he's like four steps ahead of his competitor. He's like, oh, you thought I was going to do this? And he has this big, toothy, like vampire teeth grin. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting there cackling because the demon of, of demon high school right. has got him again. So My favorite character on there, and we can move on at this, is the, the kid. Uh, I forgot his name, but he looks like a monkey. And he yeah, can jump with the really, co- really he high. Baseball? Yeah. yeah, that's my favorite character because yeah. he's just super goofy. I think if I had to remember where I stopped, I stopped at – 
they were trying to teach them how to to keep themselves going in the game because they get tired too quick. And it was one day they did this giant marathon training. Yeah, cross yeah, country, cross country yeah. thing. That's where I stopped that because I ran out of episodes for my friend that let me borrow it. But it's actually a really good show. You just have to give it a chance. And when it, that's the thing about those sports shows. It takes about, I want to honestly say, about five or six episodes to really get the story to kick in. Yeah, but because, you got to stick by yeah, it. Yeah, because it's not really action-based, so you have yeah. to kind of go in that way a different yeah. mindset. Because they have to build up the character and it's not really a person. drama either. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if you're a fan of action uh, style animes, it's not really going to grasp you. Then, if you're a, more of a drama type anime, it's a little mm-hmm. bit different as mm-hmm. well. So yeah. I can see why. Yeah. yeah, but it's good. I mean, and even on the commercials, like um, how many players are on the football field? They do that a lot. Out. Back in the day, they did. They yeah. would question you stuff. Right? Players. Yeah, but yeah. like you said, it's a learning experience, mm-hmm. and that's that's how you build your audience. You educate them on what you're doing, mm-hmm. so they know what's going on. Same thing with martial arts. Same thing with anything else. Mm-hmm. If I tell you to do martial arts. You're going to be like, what is martial arts? I have to educate you somehow, but it's got to be entertaining as well. So that is our anime of the month, uh, iShield 21. Nice. Uh, Where can they find anime, Richard? They can find anime where I find all my anime is at kissanime.to. There we go, Kiss Anime. But where else can they find it? Yeah, I'm going to have to do this one. (laughs) Uh, Crunchyroll. On Netflix? Crunchyroll. (laughs) That's not on Netflix. Crunchyroll, YouTube. But, I mean, Kiss Anime. I mean, Kiss Anime has got everything. Uh, very good picture quality. So does Crunchyroll. Yeah, Crunchyroll uh, is really good too. The only thing with Crunchyroll right now is they're doing three of the same. They're doing nine commercials. Yeah. Like, so it's a Ford commercial back to back to back, then the show. And then there's another one back to back to back, mm. and then the commercial. So that's, that's, that's the only thing that's killing me. Yeah, but you $6 know. Six-star subscription, but still. You, you know, free. just helping them out, yeah. watching that ad. Give them that money for they can give you that monetization. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Golden. <laughs> the Golden. the Bailey do it again. Golden. There we go. The <laughs> Bailey Book Club Book of the Month and the Manga of the Month is Desert Punk. So we had talked about Desert Punk a little bit. Did you ever read Desert Punk or watch uh, no, it? No. Uh, and we talked about this yesterday. Yeah, and I watched the anime. I never read the book. Uh, it's action comedy, weird western sci-fi, and it's um, after an implied global nuclear catastrophe in Japan. Basically, people are trying to get by, mm-hmm. and mainly if you're good at shooting, you're a scavenger, you're a bounty hunter, and that's basically the lay of the land. You do whatever job you need to to make ends meet. Um, and we follow our our character. I think he's a desert brat, is what they called him, mm-hmm. or desert punk. And uh, what Punk does, he never leaves a job unfinished. Mm-hmm. And there's there's always a satisfied customer. So what he does is he'll take any job that he thinks is worthy and what he's going to get paid a lot for, and he does it the best. He has like a zip line underneath his cloak. He has a specialized orb-type space helmet. He's got a shotgun, mm-hmm. shotgun rifle, and he's got all these tricks. Like he has clones and all this other stuff. Now, they're not real clones i mean this is so based like balloons, around it. right yeah mm-hmm. but it, it's enough to trick you in the desert type wasteland kind of like fist of the north star that mm-hmm. they have and it's really pervy as well he likes big titties mm-hmm. big old titties he's he's a character too to me like when i first watched that show and it might the manga might be different he's he can be a very unlikable unlikable character he can up and down throughout the yeah yeah fuck this guy right right but you you start noticing um, how cool he is when he finally gets an apprentice. If yeah. I remember correctly, I could mm-hmm. be wrong. No, no. When he, he gets a, when he gets an apprentice, that's where it kind of changes because now he teaches, even though he's still his own way. Yeah. And his weird way. But you 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 kind of like okay. And you watched it all the way through the end, didn't you? Well, you know how? that back. I swear, like at that time, that show did not have an ending. It just ended. Yeah, mm. but I mean the the the. 
the relationship between the, the yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. But it's it's a good show. It's a funny show. He beats the shit out of bad guys, and he saves people for a price. So he's a practical hero ish person. Uh-huh. But I mean, global c- catastrophe, apocalyptic world. You got to make ends meet. So mm-hmm. that's our book of the month. More information will be put out on the Facebook page every time. I'll put up videos of iShield Twenty One so you can watch with more information, the backstory about the characters and and the, and the show. And then same thing for the manga of the week. Uh, you can buy any of your books on Amazon.com. Any of your manga. You can also go to Unix Manga and read them. Goodmanga.net, uh, Manga Reader, wherever you want to go. I did it again until I switched. I started switching again between manga and manga. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I mean, you guys know what I mean. Um, now this is a, a new segment we're going to call, uh, let's make an anime. We're going to go around the room and, uh, I mean, I think everybody's kind of, kind of planned something. I want to go kind of talk off the top of the head, but just some anime that you have not seen, some kind of story that you want told, uh, in your way that relates to you. And you think there's another audience out there that would, that appreciate hearing it. So, uh, Jeremy, you, you <laughs> well, like I didn't get that part. Um, no, 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 I got it. I just leverage. didn't get the way he said, it. I, like when he said the top of the head, I was like, I wish I would have known it was top of the head. I wouldn't have well, wrote I mean, it. No, no, you can write your stuff and read oh, it. Okay. I'm going I off the top of the head. Yeah, you, you know, Jeremy, uh, yeah. you guys listen to the game stand two hours long. <laughs> you know Not anymore. We're cutting down. We're getting better. We're getting better. If you, if you hear me from the gamer stand, um, from like, um, HD remake, I did a, I did a story about a remake of a game called Venture Island, the way I would do it if they oh, remade yeah. it in the modern time. But you can tell from even when I told you about my childhood, you know, creative minds, you know, have an imagination. You have a creative mind. That's Maybe a beautiful, RTS. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. But um, the thing about what I wanted to do was, uh, well, first of all, if people know me uh, or are going to know me, um, I'm a big sci-fi person. I love sci-fi movies. Um, I'm very picky, but I like sci-fi movies. Um, I'm more of an urban sci-fi, like Fifth Element and stuff like that. But I like mm-hmm. my sci-fi, I like Star Wars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm a big medieval person. I love knights. Mm. Uh, Middle-aged stuff, I like that. Uh, my favorite people are like the Black Knights, Dark Knights, like just awesome, like Threat, like I'm playing, theme, Witch, I'm playing yeah. Witcher three, yeah. and the Dark Knights is just so cool. And in Final Fantasy twelve, the judges are looking cool. Yeah, and like even Lord of the Rings, those knights are really cool. But you know, I couldn't get in Lord of the Rings that hardcore as everybody else. But I just like knights in general. It's that whole honor shield banter, yeah. Yeah. you know, representing yourself. And I wanted to do something like that. Uh, I haven't seen before, but I haven't seen kind of like a medieval sci fi kind of style. Okay, okay. Um, but I wanted to put a twist on it. And um, I wanted to include uh, mechs, also. Ooh. So the way I, so the way I set that up, like yeah. one of the things that we all probably have in common is we love Gundam, yeah. right? Oh yeah, Gundam, oh, Gundam, <laughs> Gundam, 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 Gundam. Also, Gundam. like not only just a mech show, but it opened door. It opened that door for good storytelling, oh, politics, yeah. good mm, rivalry, politics. You know, Backstabs. it's either you're in the politics or you're not in that show. But it doesn't go too deep. It's just basically you're seen from different point of views and. It's one of those shows like you could understand each their both point of views. Yeah, you know, it's just what side that you prefer, right? So, mm-hmm. um, my mm-hmm. thing was, um, I wanted to set up where I didn't want it to be based on Earth. I wanted it to be based on something else, but I wanted Earth involved because when I realized it that a lot of shows, even animes and stuff, the only thing you can really relate to the shows most of the time if it if it's based on Earth or it has. Earthlings involved. That's where our connection to that story is because, you know, we can relate to that because they're mm-hmm. humans, they're earthlings, you know. That's... So basically the way I set this up was uh, it's going to be uh, year 1129, uh, New World, and okay. 1129, that's my, my birthday, okay. 1129, 1984. I was thinking, I'm like, vanity. Yeah, so, and 
years back, um, you're finding out that Earth is dying soon, and they're trying to figure out what to do. Like, Earth is about to die, the resource and everything, and they have to figure mm. it out. And then um, during that time, scientists found um, found out about this galaxy merging with another galaxy called the Starburst. So some other galaxy is, is merging with our Milky Way galaxy, and it opens a rift. And we can go through there and maybe find new civilization, right? So from there, they decided that um, – they want to prepare by making those making giant shuttles, like giant shuttles to like take a chance to go out there. Okay. Okay. And and it's big enough to hold like a million, uh, like about a million people or more. And it would it would be one for U.S. would do his own, Russia would do his own, Japan do his own, China, okay. Australia, India, and other ones. And okay. it'll become and it'd become the big critical of people like, do you want to take your chance of going into this world, or do you want to stay on this earth that's probably going to die? And you know you're going to get those kind of people doing that. So further up from there, um, years pass going through, and then they find this new planet. It's kind of like Earth, but it's different, and it happens like different kind of alien beasts and different yeah. stuff. Like you'll have your dragon looking creature, but they're going to be calling them something else or whatever and stuff. So basically, our story would be um, setting off where when they get there. Everybody's going to go do their own thing, like China, Japan. They're everybody going to do their own thing. There'll be alliance in between, but basically, sorry, let me run it back. They'll be together, but then conflict happen where they all going to have to separate. And this is where we're going to okay. get kingdom. So basically, we're setting up medieval medieval times now, right? Because yeah. everybody's having their own kingdoms, right? Yeah. So from there, the technology they learn here, that they'll bring that. Now, the thing about most, show, most shows and games like Xenoblade Chronicle X or anything like Leaving Earth to do a new set, even Gundam, Mm-hmm. They like to bring – they like to show us what happened in the modern time, not so much of the development of it, right? Yeah. So to make this a little bit quicker because I can do a whole podcast about this whole idea, right? <laughs> and I don't want to waste y'all's time. But, um, we might do that. <laughs> um, but basically the story was set up about this knight named uh, Arthur Lionheart, and mm. and he's a knight, and he would he, – him and his bands of knights, kind of like Knights of the Round Table, would go and um, – do this, do these missions for the king and everything, and then they would lie to different stories like saving the princess, different to the king, betrayal, all this stuff. But the cool part about it, all of it, all of it is they're all dressed like knights, but they would have these giant mechs like Gundams, but they would okay. look like knights. Okay, so knight mechs. So like, kind of like White, White Knight Chronicle? Uh, kind of. So to give you an idea, I have I brought a picture. Okay. This oh, wow. one, that's what it would Did look you draw like. That? No. Okay. no, no, no. This is the art oh, I found on society6.com. Okay, Picture Titans, but in armor outfits. Yeah, they look like knights, yeah. but yeah, yeah, and that's what I would love to see. I would love to see like actual like humongous knights fighting in this giant battle okay. while they're fighting down in the bottom. But it would be just a sci-fi medieval time story that we mm-hmm. would. Ju- I think it'd be awesome. Good, it, hasn't, it hasn't been. It hasn't been made yet. It's yeah. a, a sci-fi medieval story. It would be really cool. Just seeing like Middle Ages deal with technology going back, basically going back in time to rebuild something for the future. Okay. I see. So that's okay. mine. I like that. I like that. That's nice. Okay. You want to go next, or what yeah. you get? I can go next. Um, okay. Is it cats and Gundams like we talked about? Uh, believe yeah. it or not, there is no Gundams involved. Oh. Is there cats still? You didn't rule out cats. Uh, cats are not there either. Um, <laughs> and I think the only reason I was thinking of this anime style is because this was like a uh, this is actually like almost like a dream okay. that I had a long time ago that I enhanced mm. it to be. More anime-ish. Yeah. So I would love to have an anime that has this kind of a style of a normal style family okay. in a normal world. And then something happens to one of the family members. In my in this fantasy, I had a the father. This is, this is a dark anime. No. Uh, the father ends up losing his son or losing up his wife or something like that. He ends up dreading it and everything like that. Yeah. 
not selling his soul to the devil or anything like that, but uh, he actually gets uh, taken to destroy the world, basically. It's time for the world to end. And okay. it goes about the, you know, kind of not hardcore biblical, but yeah. uses the biblical revelation book to talk about, you know, the destruction of earth and all this stuff. And it's, okay. And then at the end of it, this is the, this is the twisted, glorious part of it all. At the end of it, his life is done. But instead of accepting his fate, he, of course, turns and yeah. tries to rule everything. Yeah, yeah. But then he's he's inherited all these other powers, and he actually fight other other angels, basically, mm-hmm. that also inherit these powers to try to you know take over the world. Does it sound- in the world. Almost like Armageddon, okay. but a twist that most churches did not tell you about. Okay. So, yeah. Well, it sounds okay. like I could be 100% wrong. Does oh, please sa- tell me there's hard anime out like that. No. Oh. No. I was going to say, this sounds like that this character you're creating is kind of becoming like the next Lucifer kind of is that he he could even be but not even to or the be, point or be corrupted by that he, 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 he wants had, to be alive and, and his his corruption comes from the fact that he was not satisfied with the justice that was been dealt okay yeah. i see what you're talking about yeah 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 yeah, yeah so um yeah. you know he was inherit these powers to help destroy the earth because of armageddon and he was with other like let's, let's say for example the uh, four horsemen yeah it was he was inherited to become a horseman something like that oh okay but there's seven of them in all Okay. And they go around terrorizing the earth and ending the earth. And in return, they were supposed to, you know, end the earth. Then God comes down, whatever. But instead, they all, or one of them, re- rebels against yeah. all the order. Okay. And then now he's trying to either recruit or fight the other six mm-hmm. uh, horsemen yeah. that, you know, was along okay. with side of him. And he's nice. just trying to, yeah. I like that. That's nice, dude. Kind of remind me of, like, Dogma, where um, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, they refused to do their job, and they got banned from earth and... Man from the yeah, heavens, yeah, stuff like yeah. that. I never saw Dogma. Oh, you need no, to. It's, it's funny. It's a good, it's a Chris film. Rock and James Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so that's a good one. Well, mine, mine's not even uh, mine. I just thought of uh, Ragtag Marshall Marshmallows. No, 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 no. <laughs> OG Son and Marshmallows. Yeah. No, I just, <laughs> I just wanted a different story on a military group, like almost like the Expendables, except for these guys weren't old; they're young, and they're taking on jobs. They're like a global. Uh, special forces and it goes into the personality and the lives of people that take on these jobs like seals what they have to go through when their families do that do they make the choice to leave their family to let their wife go because they can't you know it I've, I've listened and i have a lot of friends seals it takes a strong individual to be a wife of somebody that is frequently gone uh-huh. defending you know the u.s so is it like so. a hardcore anime about their life it's a little bit of both. It, okay. it spends minimal time showing their talents and skills and focusing on how they interact with the group, how they cope with things that are happening at home, and how they cope with the situation they're in. So each person, it, and it starts off there in the middle of um, some kind of event where it's several countries have, you know, we need this this group, otherwise all hell is going to break out. Uh-huh. And you don't really have, you have the one guy that's a, a step above the rest who's almost the leader. But everybody has an equal say because they're putting their lives on the line. And they have so much experience within the little amount of time they've they've mission after mission after mission, leaving consistently, barely having lives for themselves. Some of them were bred. You have two females on the team. One's just um, all-out martial arts badass. Uh Of course. Then you have another one that she's real techie, but she has another uh, uh, almost like an awakening. Like when she gets on the battlefield – it's not bloodless, but she loves to ruin shit. So it doesn't matter if it's tech, if it's uh, weaponry, if it's another person. She likes to destroy stuff very efficiently, and she has like a, a little tick. That's how she copes with the things that are going on around her. 
Then you have a guy that is specialty in in karambits, it's hand to hand knives. He doesn't like anything else. He's he's skilled at hand in hand hand to hand combat, but he loves knives. If he doesn't have a knife, he starts to get tremors because without his knives, he doesn't feel in accordance with the battlefield and it takes him back to at home where he wasn't accepted that's why he joined you know the military at the age that he did and that's when he got you know it's an emotional issue so there's a lot of emotion involved there's a lot of back and forth between what a they're very doing. heavy drama it sounds like yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay. and it's just taking a little a little dive with that the action there'll be enough frequent action to get an action viewer into it but it's going to be a lot deeper it actually tells these people live because i mean nobody thinks about what somebody that's in service has to go through and the stuff that they leave. And so I was like, well, what if you put it on like the grandest scale? What if your whole job is to protect the world? There's not a time where you can actually have downtime except like GI Joe type protection almost. Yeah. And there's not any downtime except for your, for when you're in the ship. Mm -hmm. And so that one will be military based from very, all the different militaries go to, to China, to America, to Russia, and then talk to all those people and see how they cope with it, what their special forces are, and how frequently they're there, and then make it trying trying to make it more realistic in that aspect. And mm-hmm. then the fighting and all that other stuff, they can do whatever they want. You have a gun expert, kind of like yeah. Tackleberry from. Because um, when when it comes to anime drama, it's more like teeny bopper kind of drama. You don't yeah, really right see now, a very adult high, drama stuff. There's like a lot that. of high school stuff, right? That's now. basically what I'm saying, yeah. like teeny bopper stuff. You don't yeah. really get to see like the drama of like adults talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Even with uh, Gunslinger Girls, yeah, these these girls memory wiped, and then they're with an adult. That's not. I mean, some of them are trying to find their person. I thought you were getting close to one anime that I really like called Warmer God, and that's about this girl that's an arm dealer. It reminds me of Black Lagoon. Black mm-hmm. Lagoon is one of my favorite animes. Yeah, I like yeah. that. One. But Warmer God is kind of like Black Lagoon, but it's about these soldiers that are hired to protect this arm dealer girl as she does all these all these jobs and she has if you haven't seen her her name is coco and she has these white she has white hair and she's uh she has this little kid that joins her yeah you know, uh, exactly, I about. know exactly what you're talking yeah about yeah that. but yeah, yeah, but yeah. without the drama part is about these people that yeah, join her exactly but about. like slowly on each episode you get to learn a little bit of backstory about them yeah so yeah i can yeah. i like to see that's that that's a that's but, a damn good anime it's too. a really yeah. good i gotta check it out because i got it from um gangster when they were going through the story of why he couldn't talk and why he was mm-hmm. a part of that deal i was like man what if i mean it took 12 episodes to get back to him as a kid, but I was like, that'd be interesting to actually follow somebody. That's cool. So we got your, we got the drama, we got the, the sci-fi, mech, sci-fi, sci-fi, and then we got the demon-ish. Biblical proportion-ish. Yeah. yeah. All right, and with that, we wrap up Animation Anime. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really to wrap up. We need like an ending song. Uh, We're wrapped up with Animation Anime. I think we should start singing um, K-pop. Mm. Is there a, is there a word in Japanese we can say that's it that's all folks or something like that? I do we'll Josh says this word all the damn time. Right. Uh, it's it's the word that they always say when they're about to eat something or like oh. I'm ready to eat. Itadakimasu. Uh, yes. Itadakimasu. Yeah. <laughs> we just say that before. before. Yeah. Like if we're, we're getting ready to partake in anime shmanime, I'll find something. Yeah. Oh, we can like say Kampai. fin because most animes fin. end with the word fin. Like fin. 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 There we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that is it for, <laughs> I had to think for a second. Because <laughs> that's what I was doing. I was like, well, if we do this and do All that, right, you divide Scooby. it in half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Casey Kasem. He didn't make an appearance today. He did not. Well, he just did. There she is. Casey Kasem's top. Jeremy Evans. All right, there we go. <laughs> and that is it for today's broadcast of the Elijah. I like that. Today's broadcast, dude. It's oh, like I'm yeah, that's like very that sophisticated. Yeah, of the like Elijah Bailey Network show. 
Extravaganza yeah, podcast. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but this is it for the show. I know you guys. I mean, you heard that all from Jeremy. Everybody is fucking sad right now. Um, we're using our tears to cope in any way possible, especially Richard over there. But I mean, thank you, Jeremy, for being on the show. Thank you. I enjoyed listening to you. I enjoyed seeing you eat. It made me very fucking hungry. Thanks I a know. lot. I got a butterfinger if you want half of it. Mm, no, you want to lay a finger on it? <laughs> <laughs> That's your shirt right there. <laughs> Make sure, um, drop your information for the folks where they can find you and, and, and all your endeavors. Oh, man. Um, Jeremy Evans hosts the uh, Gamer Sam podcast with uh, John Stone as my co-host and uh, Joshua Martin as the next member of it. Uh, mm. You can find first of all, you can find your show and my show at theblackandstudio.com. Gosh. Okay, <laughs> and so wait, I say that wrong? No, you, you started you to and you caught it. You caught, you caught it. it. You caught it. But, uh, thank you. Well, the point is, is if I end it, that's how it ends, right? Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you can also uh, find us on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram. Actually, you can come by and just see our profiles too. Jeremy Evans, John Stone, and Josh Martin. Like I said, come like us, follow us. You know, subscribe to us on iTunes and uh, Podbean. I forget what the last one was. Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher. Mm, yeah. And so uh, leave comments. We give away prizes. And, you know, stay up with us because we're, we're, we're trying to get on panels. We want our faces out there. We want you all to know who we are. We network. <laughs> yes. yes but like I said, just to make sure I get my stuff right again, you can find my show at blackandstudio.com. There we go. <laughs> and we gave him shit about that at the at, at the, the VidCon. Uh, the VidCon too. Yeah. The point is, I try. I know, and that's, he, that's, he, he, he tries. It's been getting he progressively tries. better. It when really you, had the when, first time you did it. Oh, you cluster, f- fuck. Yeah. Too many black and everything. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but, cluster. You, I was like, whoa. When you made a, a conscious effort and said that on the show, I'm trying to get better at this and this. And, and, then, I was and like, then we there could we see the conscious yeah. effort. Yeah. So I like today. It was just like a slight hiccup. I think that's yesterday. What, he said the words right. I think it was just. It was I think when you say it over and over again, studios. for me, it's the opposite. It's like the more I say it over and it over again, worse. it just annoys me because <laughs> like I'm tired of saying it over. And over. So when we do our recordings later on, just say um, no, yeah. no, no. It's gonna be pre-recorded. So I'm like, yeah. well, you don't have to take my word for it. Like reading Rainbow, listen to this guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and on uh, that note, uh, you can find all of our information, like Jeremy Evans said, at BlackInStudios.com on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, BlackInStudios, and then also. Email us at podcast at blackandstudios.com. And you can find anything you need to know about The Elijah Bailey Show on our official Facebook page, The Elijah Bailey Show. Also, we have giveaways. Uh, last week's giveaway was the Nick at Night. Uh, what was the time frame? 200, two, 2000. 2000 and Before. below. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any of your favorite Nick at Night TV shows, all you have to do is tell us your show, and then you can email, post it on Twitter, you could take a picture of the actors on the show and send us some on Instagram and just tell us your favorite memory from that show. And Mr. Richard Taplin has a special gift for you. Special gift. His soul. You can purchase. Well, I mean, you can win it. You can win it. And it will it'll do you right. It'll be a little liquored up, but yes. you'll be an eternal asshole for the rest of your life. Is that right? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Um, but make sure to follow on Twitter and Instagram. We actually do got a special uh, a prize. That's yeah, we do. Saying. We do. Yeah, yeah. We're not bullshitting. <laughs> Casey McElroy at the Awesome Robot will tell you he loved his uh, Spider-Man trilogy, uh, Blu-ray from us, signed copy. And uh, next thing that we send, hopefully we can sign it as well. Uh, we have a lot of a lot of gifts. I, I got some stuff at BitCon that I'm giving away uh, for you guys that are going to be signed by us. Uh, but again, on Twitter, Instagram, at Elijah Bailey Show, that's H-H-O. And then also on Periscope, there's not a Periscope this week. Uh, there'll be one next week with Crystal and uh, Joshua Martin on the show. 
Um, and that's also Elijah Bailey Show, SHO. You can find everything you need to know about the number one podcast studio in Oklahoma, blackenstudios.com. Go there and make sure to check out our friends that we just met, the Okie Geek Podcast. And then there's another one that's named, Okie, I think it's Okie Okie Podcast. They talk about movies. We're going to start getting in touch with all these Oklahoma podcasts to bring them into the studio so you can hear them just like we talked about at the beginning of the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I'm done.